Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Welcome, everybody, to What's Brewing, a show where we can say whatever we want. A sports show where you can say whatever you want. How novel of a concept is that? But that's what we're here to do for you. We will give you that opportunity for the next two hours. Give us a call, 646-929-2192, or email us at whatsbrewingshow at AOL.com. The show starts now. And a very good morning, everyone. Welcome to... What the hell are we calling this? Um, it's a Bruin Hagermeister show. Here on the venerable Black Talk Radio, I am George Brew. Jim Hague will join me in a couple moments. Um, we've had this idea. You know, it, it's funny how life gets in the way of doing what you actually like to do. Um, I'd rather be doing this than real work, but you know, this doesn't pay as well. So, um, here's where we go in sports right now. Um, A great moment was had Friday night in Anaheim, their first home game back after um, the passing of Tyler Skaggs. it was very very important that the players um get their close um, get their closure um, we don't need to see an autopsy done I mean they did one, but we don't need to see the results. We do not need the results and and everything because you know it's not it's not important to normal people. And you already have places suing for the results to get the results faster. You've had uh, news. Outlets in California writing opinion pieces to talk about their guess and what happens. People start threatening to sue. It's messy. Let's keep it. Family suffered through enough. We don't need to put them through this. I'll take a shot of Hagermeister, please. Do I have? I love. Now that you're like. I'll take it. Now that you're like names on the show, do I actually have to play the intro? No, that's okay. Unless 
sure. Why not? Since you like okay, it more ahead. than anybody. I like, I like it right, a cool. lot. <laughs> Checking in on the original Sinsider What's Brewing hotline, the man who has too many jobs to mention. But I will mention that he is a best-selling author in Italy, which is like having a girlfriend in Vancouver named Alberta Wright, guys. The one, the only Jim Haig. That's me. I do it for you. I do it for you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, best-selling um, author in Italy. There's, there's a title that will never go away. It will never go away. No. Num- no, num- too many jobs seven to mention. the top ten list in August of 2005. That, that, that was me. So when Hurricane Katrina hit, it just wiped that away for you. Yeah, I did. Totally. See? Oh, so we oh. can blame you for it. Um, <laughs> okay. Wouldn't be the first out. time I'm blamed for something, you know. <laughs> Let me I'm blamed for a lot before. Oh, you know, nothing wrong with being blamed for stuff. But let me ask you this question, Jimmy. Before we get into, like, really what we want to talk about, though, I I happened to go down a rabbit hole the other night of, hey, what caused Tyler Skaggs to pass away untimely? Mm. And, and then I know. see, and we don't know yet, and, and you know what? At this point, I don't think I want to know. Um, I think I, I think, think everybody's got to know. I think eventually you got to know. You know, I, I say I don't want to know because of this. Do we need to? Yeah. Like it, it's such a great story. Now they throw the no, they throw the combined no hitter. Does that go away if something bad's there? If it's bad, we, you know, well, if it's if it's really bad, we should know about it. If it's drug-related, we have to know about it. If it was just a heart attack, we got to know about it. We got, you know, so some way, somehow, we have to know. We have to know. Okay. All right, now on to the fun stuff. Um, oh, by the way, there's the gentleman's title at Wimbledon. Do they, like, put their pinky up when they say that, too? Um, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, that's pretty Third funny. set. Thank you. Third set. Uh, it's tied at one. Federer's up 5-4 in the third set. I don't know what any of that means because I don't watch tennis. Well, I mean, they both won a set, and that uh, I know that, and that he's he's uh, up to up to the third set. And now, if you put on uh, Wimbledon right now, you get to watch people drinking. Mm-hmm. You can do that right uh, now if you want. Djokovic won the first set seven six. Federer won the second set six one, and Federer is winning the set, third set five four. So. And Djokovic continues to make unforced errors one after another. And the other thing was I was watching the first set for a little bit, and that entire crowd is all rooting for Federer. It's like, you know, like it's like Djokovic is almost like the, the villain. Nobody, could, nobody likes him at all. So. 
it's like, it, is it one of those things where Federer's been around for so long? It's kind of like that part in the end of For Love of the Game. Can Billy Chapel push this, the sun back into the sky one more time? Yeah, that's what we're looking for. That's, you know, exactly what we're looking for. But I don't know if there's ever been a more beloved uh, professional athlete than Roger Federer. I really don't know if there's ever been one that's been more beloved. Favorite? You know, I, it's really, you know I, Mike Trout, maybe. But, they, but Mike Trout is not as well-known as Roger Federer. So, I mean, uh, no. I, I, don't know if there's one, I don't know if there's anybody who's universally as loved as Roger Federer. You know, like LeBron James, you know, it's probably 70-30 that people love him, but there are still a 30% that hate him. Um, in the case of Federer, I don't know if anybody hates him. Wait, is there? I don't know if anybody 70, I was, I, I would have thought with LeBron, they would have been 70% hate him and 30% love him. No, I don't think it's the other way around. I think it's 30, 70% because love him. My problem with him is he's phony. He's phony? He's a phony. I think he's a phony. I think he's a big phony. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. I don't see that. I don't see the phony that's, at all. My either. opinion, I, I, I think he's a huge phony. I, I, I have problems with people that are phonies, and, and I've said that about former Yankee captain 100,000 times. I, I think if you're a phony – Like I look at Aaron Rodgers as a phony. Like we had Aaron this conversation the other day. I think he's a phony. I, I think. I think so. My opinion. Wow. Okay. Um. By the way, Federer is at right. set point right now. So he's he's on the verge of winning the second set, uh, the third set which would put him in strong uh, position to win, you know, here we go. Cause he's uh, not on the serve. If he scores this point, he wins the set. And, uh, I think the play will erupt. I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, Wimbledon will just absolutely erupt. And that was, unfortunately that the, now they're at deuce. So. Yep. Oh, well, so now that huh, happens, we'll keep you updated on that because, you know, the whole rules thing that we can't give you live play-by-play because we're not rights holders or whatever. Um, okay. Now to the now to the reason why we're here. Jimmy well, on his blog, Jim Higgs. Like right? Isn't that the well, that's one. That, that's like the main other. reason we like each other. Um, okay. A couple guys at work said to say hello. I'll tell you later though. Um, but. It was funny because I was talking to somebody that I work with at my quarry job, um, you know, Barney Rubble over there, um, said to say hello. And he says, did you read Jim Haig's article the other day on the women's national team? I said, it's funny. I was just on the phone with him. I can't believe how many people took you to task on that blog or wanted to take you to task. And the funny thing is, is I firmly believe Djokovic just tied. Djokovic just tied it, so they're you know they uh, so much for Federer winning that set. So okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. So 
on your blog, Jim Hague Sports. Right? What is it? Jim Hague Sports dot whatever blogspot or whatever. Yeah, right. right Jim Hague Sports dot blogspot. Okay. So if you want to read it, go ahead. We'll put a link in the description page there. Um, you took the task, the women's national team. Good for yeah. you. I love, I, I firmly believe in what you said. Well, a lot of people didn't like it. Um, a lot of people didn't like it, and, and I couldn't understand why. Because we want our – we want everything to be nice and cushy, and we want them to win. Obviously, we're Americans, and we like when America wins because then we get to put it in somebody's uh, face because we're that way, especially with sports that we're not really – you know, that aren't big New York or big American sports. But this team had that air of unlikability to it. Whether it was Rapino or, or 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 Alex Morgan towards the end. And the vitriol that you got on Facebook and some of the comments even on that page. Wow. I don't as Shining happy people. What do they want? Everything to be sunshine. dot com. Yeah, no, I, I, I personally, I don't know why it took the the the, uh, the angles that were taken by the people that were against it. Uh, number one, they thought that because I wrote it that I that I am that I am pro Trump, which is the furthest from the truth. I don't know where they got that from. First of all. I didn't mention the man's name in the in the blog at all. His name was not mentioned mm-hmm. at all. But yet, if you read the 500 or so comments that were made on Facebook and on Twitter, um, about uh, 40% of them all mentioned Trump by name. Well, I don't know where the hell they got that from. And then all of a sudden, for the people who thought that I'm pro-Trump, is ridiculous because I'm anti-Trump. I hate the man. And I personally can't see the – I don't understand how he's the president of the United States. I don't understand it. But because mm-hmm. I took a stance that Trump agrees with made me say, think that I'm, you know, pro-Trump. Well, I'm not pro-Trump at all. all right, so that's number one. And then number two, yeah. they made it seem like I'm anti-gay and lesbian. Now, I don't know where that came from and that why – because I criticized Megan Rapino who happens to be a lesbian, that I'm anti-lesbian. Well, that's not the case. I'm anti-Megan Rapino. I don't care who she sleeps with. I really don't care. It's none of my business. But it is my business yeah. when I see somebody who's wearing Team USA on her chest and she's acting like a complete jacket. I, I bet that's why. Okay? And then number three, the, thing that, the criticism that I received, was that I, I ripped into them for running up the score against uh, Thailand, and they made the score 13 nothing. And they said, you don't know anything about soccer because you can't do anything to prevent a score from being 13 nothing." And I said, yeah, you can. You don't score. You don't score. Yeah. You don't shoot the ball at the net. If it was 8 nothing, yeah. no one would have said a single solitary word about that game, nor would have I. I wouldn't have said a single solitary thing about that game. 
But because it was 13 nothing, and because they all, the, the players, after they scored the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th goals, they were jumping around and sliding across the field and punching their chest and, and rah, 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 like, like, like they had just won the Girl Cup, World Cup. They just won. Well, that was my problem. You're, did they realize that there was an opponent on the other side of the field? No. They acted like they didn't know that there was an opponent on the other side of the field, which, by the way, was only playing in their second World Cup ever. Second World Cup ever. And as a team, they were only together six times. So that's good that we get to yeah. take the time to rub it in in their face and beat them 13 nothing. And then, yeah, to top my- it all off, to top it all off, drinking champagne and beer on the floats and cursing and drunken, acting like drunken idiots on the day of the parade just topped the whole thing. It made my, made my point because I wrote it before the parade, but then they acted like idiots on the parade uh, the day of the parade, and I just said, you know what? That that solidified my point. You know, there's one that did one one action on on YouTube where one of the one of them drunk because she could barely speak, and she's going, I got the key to the city. Take that, bitches! Yeah, man. You know, like come on, come on. And yet people are people are supporting that. I don't, I don't see it. You know, like, there was, no, there was nothing at all when the other two times we won the World Cup in 99 and then in 2015. You didn't hear anybody complaining about their behavior at all, although Brandy Chastain got a little bit of criticism because she took off her shirt and showed her sports bra. But other than that, well, you know, I mean, and then people criticized that. I had no problem with that, but I certainly have problems with you know, Alex Morgan running it up and scoring five goals and then, you know, doing a teacup routine. Who does that? Who does that? Odell Come Beckham. On. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Odell Beckham. And I criticize Odell Beckham. <laughs> yes. You know, it, it's funny. I like, criticize I, I Odell Beckham. When... He acted like a complete jackass and deserved to get criticized. Well, these women, not all of them. You didn't see Carly Lloyd doing that. A good majority of them acted like jackasses and didn't represent our country well. And that's why I wrote the blog. I was embarrassed by it. Embarrassed. And then for people to say, oh, it has nothing to do with patriotism and and the American flag. It has nothing to do with the military. Of course it does. What do you think the military does? They represent our country. They fight for our country. And in, in some cases, they die for our country. And these clowns are taking the flag and throwing it on the ground and stepping on it, thinking like, "No, you know what? I'm going to wear it, wear the wear the flag like it's a like it's a, a blouse." Come on! I was angered by that by no but no like nobody else's business. And uh, mind you, I didn't badmouth them. I didn't call them names. I just stated what they did, and I didn't like it, so I wrote the blog, and then sure enough, people made it personal, people were ripping me, people ripping my take on saying that I'm anti-gay and that I'm I'm pro-Trump, 
I don't get that at all. I really don't get it. People who said that have no idea who the hell I am. They have no idea. So that's uh, that's the whole thought process of writing the blog, and I had no idea it was going to cause that much of a firestorm. I had no idea. But it did, as you fully well know. And I've angered people, and some, some were friends. Some were close friends. Some were close friends that I really respected and then wrote, like, one one close friend said, um, congrats, Jim, now you can write for Fox News. Well, I took that very personal. I took that as, like, you know, that, that was an absolute slap in the face. And that person knew who I am and what I'm all about. And he wrote, still chose to write that. Same I am. That's all. <laughs> you know. Well, um, I don't even know where to go there. Um, I, I think here, this is what's become, and rightly or wrongly, Jim, I, I'm not as part of the media as you are. I do this and, you know, I stay as far away from it as I can. But, you know, knowing you and knowing other people in the media, what people say in this situation when it comes to this whole the whole team and everything. If you have an opinion that's not popular, people automatically just don't understand that, hey, remember, this is why we're America. We're allowed to have different opinions. Right. Well, that's what, you know, that's what a lot of the people who criticized me uh, and were supporting Megan Rapinoe saying that she has a right to do whatever she wants with the national anthem because that's part of what we are as free Americans. And I say all the power to her when she's on her own free time. But when she's wearing Team USA across her chest, sorry, she's representing our country. And, oh, yeah, she's the team captain, so she's supposed to be setting an example for everybody else. But, no, she's not setting an example by by, by uh, this. Uh, disrespecting the national anthem, and I don't care what you know what she thinks, you know about the reason why she doesn't want to stand for the national anthem is because Francis Scott Key had slaves, and and you know, and he wrote the the national anthem, and she can't support it, and that she's also in support of Colin Kaepernick because of the racial injustice that goes on in the in the United States, which you know. Last time I checked, I think Megan Rapino is white, so I don't know what racial injustice she's, you know, she's fighting about. But, yeah. um, but the, the, my point is, George, is that if you are representing the United States of America and you're wearing the United States of America across your chest, and oh, by the way, you also the team captain, then you know what you do? You put your hand on your heart and you stand there and sing for the. Oh, you know what? You don't even have to sing, but stand there with your hand Just on your heart there. for two blasted minutes. That's all it takes is two minutes. Unless you're Whitney Houston, then it takes three minutes and fifty-five seconds. But if you're if you're just regular playing of the national anthem, it's usually done in two minutes and two minutes and eight seconds. Well, if you can't stand there. Yeah. As you're representing the United States of America with your hand on your heart for two minutes and eight seconds, what the hell is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? 
and she's already making and, you know, statements because she wears her hair purple and green and whatever every game. You know what? All the power to her. That's another right that she has. But do not respect, disrespect the United States of America by not putting your hand on your heart for those two minutes while you're playing for Team USA. Don't do it. Don't do it. You want to do it on your own time? All the power to you. That's why we live in America, and that's why we're, you know, land of the free and home of the brave. But you know what? Don't do it while you're representing the entire country. Don't do it. Stand there like your rest of the team, put your hand on your heart, and listen to the national anthem. And, and let's not forget, try, you want to see, tell, you know, for all those people that say, want to say how bad America is, yeah, try doing that on somebody else's national team. Try doing it. Sit in France and do that. I bet you you're not playing on that team. Yeah. No, we let you do it because. Did you see the Chilean? The, 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 the national, t- national team of Chile, whose national anthem went longer than what they had uh, recorded in the press box. Okay? So they only had it recorded for, like, I think three minutes, but the national anthem runs longer. Well, those mm-hmm. 21 women did, stood on the field and sang it as loud as they could along with the fans that were in the stands, and they kept singing, and they made sure that that national anthem went to the went to the end. And they kept singing every single word, as, and it was the coaches and the players all sat there, stood there, and sang their national anthem until it was over. Bravo. Bravo. That's, yep. that's national pride. National pride. Not what we're – And that's what I've no, and that made my What's wife that? happy because she's Chilean. My, it made my wife happy because she was born in Chile. And, oh, And really? absolutely yeah, loved that part. Okay. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, no, there's a reason. My my wife does not know soccer, but she's got pride because she was born there. Um, but you look at, like, just this team in general. I kind of feel bad for the one girl who got her key to the city stolen and everything, but wasn't it because she left the door unlocked? Like, well, what did oh, you think no was going to happen? I didn't know that. I didn't know she left the door unlocked. That, that's one of the stories circulating. I was like, ah, oh, that's not an inside job if I've ever seen one. Yeah. What? I didn't know. I didn't know. When I you didn't look, know anything. And as, as it turns out, hear- um, she lost a wedding ring, which is which is a, which is a, is a shame. But de Blasio has already said that he's going to replace her key to the city. So she'll, she'll get her key to the city back. Oh, that's good. At least wasn't the one who you know, told to everybody. Wedding ring I feel bad for her. She's not one of the women I'm criticizing. No. You know, and I just said, fuck you. What's that? It's, it's the two captains. It's, it's the two captains of that team that are criticizable. They're the two that are catching most of the grief. Absolutely. That one, that one, and the alley long girl who threw the flag on the ground. Yep. And lucky, luckily, Kelly O'Hara came by and saw that alley long threw the flag on the ground, and she came running by and scooped it up, but didn't scoop it up fast enough and uh, to allow uh, Rapino to step on it. 
Once again, and try then, that and then I got else. criticized. I got criticized by somebody who said, oh, she didn't stop on it. I said, I didn't say she stopped on it. She stepped on it, though. So then the guy shows me the video, and you watch the video, and it's clear as day. She steps on the flag. She stepped on it. Now she's doing some stupid pose, you know, like hamming it up for the camera. And what does she do? She's doing like, yeah, baby, yeah, and then put her hands together. And what does she do? She steps on the flag. Now, then the guy says, well, she didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. If she, I, I have a bridge in Brooklyn. But you know what? Watch what you're doing. If, if you think that she didn't do it intentionally, I have a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Oh, there was, because she did. She, she certainly intentionally dyed her hair. Okay? She certainly intentionally yeah. did not respect the national anthem by putting her hand on the heart. She certainly yeah. disrespected the national anthem in World Cup qualifiers as early as 2016 by taking a knee. And it was only until then USA Soccer stood up and said, you know what, you do that again, you won't play for this team. So if you put yeah, and the funny while the game is going on, no coach told, picked her up and told her because they said, you know, we, God forbid we play without her because she can't, you know, she's so important. But um, USA Soccer said, you know what, you pull that crap again, you don't play for the team. And then she stopped, she stopped kneeling, but she still disrespected the national anthem by not putting her hand on the heart. And it, and it certainly didn't you know, sing. It, certainly didn't sing. Yeah, and yeah, and then like, I mean, oh, yeah, you know, you, you think about it. You, you don't you have think to. about it, George. You think about my 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 um, thought of the national anthem in sports. Okay, I think of Michael Ruzzioni in 1980 collecting the gold medal and then make screaming at his teammates, "Come up here, come up here!" And he made everybody get up on the mat, on the on the platform to stand there. Uh, for as the national anthem was being played to, you know, it was only supposed to be for the team captain. And he made the entire team get up on the platform and stand there as the national anthem was played. And as the national anthem was played, he was singing his heart out and crying like a little baby. And, and everybody and else forget, stood that on that platform. We're all singing the national anthem, you know, that's patriotism. And let's, and let's also not forget that's changed the way the Olympics does the team um, podiums because they went to a full team podium after that because of that. Oh, really? All this that. Cool okay. this. Yeah. Right. So you look at I that. You look they at did a full team podium after that. See. Yep. That well, started that. So like basketball. Yep. Because they realized how. It's not just the singular – because I think they realize this with the team events. It's not a singular team thing. I mean, for as long as I can remember, I mean, I, I mean, 96, the entire women's gymnastics team was up there. The 92 Dream – actually, the 92 Dream team was up there too. And those guys. Well, I had some people um, criticizing me with this blog, equating the 13 nothing blowout uh, to the Dream team. That, that when we beat Angola, and yeah, Christian Leitner played in that no. game. What's that? <laughs> Christian Leitner played in that game. 
Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but you know, those guys so they, they weren't playing their starters the whole game. Yeah. But 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 we so we won in a blowout. But do you can you equate basketball to soccer? Can you put one and one with the other? You can't. Um, I don't think so. No. And mind you, too, we're talking about the Dream Team, which was the best basketball team ever assembled, ever. This women's soccer team isn't the best team ever assembled, is it? Is it even the best women's team ever assembled? No, I I would take our 99 team team over there. Uh, What's that? I would take that team and put it on the field in 99. There's 99 women's World Cup team over there. With, with Mrs. Garcia Power on that team? Yeah, I would say so. I, I think they were better. Yeah. Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain and Julie Foudy and, and Christy Pierce. Yeah, no, I'd say that team was a little bit better than the one we put out there this year. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. also, let's not forget, when you, when you look at pre-2013 with the, with the World Cup, the – to the talent the men's World Cup of 2013? No, the um, like you look at the pre, so up to what was it 2011, right? The, up to 2011 right. for the women's World Cup, it was a smaller field, so you didn't have Thailand to blow out. The only reason right. why Thailand's in the tournament is because FIFA wants more money. Well, well hey, FIFA, you got enough they problems. They certainly want. They certainly want to have more teams enter the tournament because it, it increases the pool, you know, the money pool, number one. But it also gets more people, more teams involved, more people involved. It means more TV ratings across the world. It's not all based upon the United States of America. It's FIFA. It's worldwide. Yeah, we, and we don't care about soccer until the World Cup. And even then, Absolutely. we don't care because the men's team started <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and as well, you, you get the people that are criticizing the fact, well, you know, we should get, they should be equal pay because the women's team does so well in the World Cup and the men's team don't. You can't equate one with the other. No. It's not a, it's the no. same amount of teams. You know how hard it is to make the World Cup? Shit, we didn't make it the last time. We didn't qualify yeah. last year. We didn't qualify for the World Cup last year. So, but yeah, no, they want to. They, they no. want to. They want to equate women. The women should be making the same amount of money as the men because the men are so poor at the World Cup in World Cup time, and the women win. So that gives them the right to well, have equal pay. And, and let's throw this in: the men play teams with talent. The men's play teams with. Equal or better talent. The women's team really doesn't. Nobody can equate not that even, team. Not even close. You can't equate one with the other. Maybe the only sport you can equate full, equally, okay? Yeah, women's sports to men's sports is the one that's being played right now. Okay. The one that's being played right now, you can equate men's tennis to women's tennis. You cannot equate uh, men's soccer or women's soccer. 
You can't equate men's golf with women's golf. You can't equate no. the WNBA with the NBA. You can't do it. It's not even close. And it has nothing to do with talent. It has to do with the revenues that are brought in. And now, uh, yeah. just, as, just as quickly as we're talking, uh, Djokovic won mm-hmm. the third set, and he's winning one nothing in the fourth oh. set. So. Ooh. And, 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 so and you know, here's the other thing, Jimmy, that, that I think people forget about with, the, with, you know, the equation thing. The women's team actually does make more than the men. The problem is, is that the money pool is a lot bigger for the men. But that's because the women's team plays in Harrison at Red Bull Arena, and the men's team plays at Giant Stadium. So you're right. automatically getting more people at the games. That's because it's a bigger venue. And whether people are going to see America play or America plays Ireland and you get a lot of people who are of Irish descent or you know from Ireland, especially in this area, they want to go see their national team play. Who, it's almost like a who cares with the women's team. Like oh, that's great. You play. You won the World Cup. Yeah, no, okay. you can't. You can't There's say who cares. There's four other teams there. Yeah, but you can't say who cares because there were 14 million people watched that World Cup last Sunday. Okay, 14 million. All right, so you can't say you can't say who cares because that's not fair. But you certainly cannot equate one with the other and say, okay, well, we won the World Cup and. The men's team didn't qualify, so therefore the, the women's team should make an equal amount of money as the men's team. And we're going to sue U.S. soccer and FIFA to get our equal pay. I guarantee you there's going to be a judge that's going to take that and throw it right out of court. Because it's, un, it's totally comparing apples and oranges. Unless, of course, totally they get comparing the apples and oranges. favorable judge. Which it could possibly find. They could go judge shopping for it. But that's a whole other They story. can go judge shopping to find a judge that's going to rule in their favor? Oh, yeah. They, no, can, go and, get one, they can go and put There's going to be one uh, district judge that's going to make a ruling on it. And that judge, they're going to have to abide by it. And if not, then they have to appeal it. And hopefully it can go to the Supreme Court. Do you think with the Supreme Court being right now six conservatives to three liberals, do you think that that's going to get past the Supreme Court? Hell no. No, but they could also go to like. That has something to do with Trump. But they could also take it to like the district court in Manhattan, which is very pro-liberal. Or. You know, San Francisco, because there's a couple that, you know, Jimmy, let's not get into politics. <laughs> no, George, I'm just saying, but then, but, but then what will happen is that the, the case will get appealed, and then if it goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court's going to vote six to three, right down the party line against them. So case closed. It's over. Yeah. I look at 
this whole thing. You know, it, 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 the two teams that are causing the biggest problem for the USOC because it's ultimately it comes down to them, and they're you know in USA hockey. It, it's it's the women's hockey. It's not, team. U, it's not USOC. It's a separate entity because they get paid. USOC is strictly uh, yeah. amateur. The Olympics. It's, it's USA Soccer. It's a to- and actually it's the USA Soccer Federation. It's a totally different organization that raises okay. money fe- uh, uh, separately and pays um, money separately uh, because they re- they're able to pay their athletes full time. But they're not. It's not the USOC. But it it, it comes to the USOC in the end because of you know this team's going to probably. Because they could always no, say we're not, not going to play the Olympics. It doesn't. It's totally separate. It's not Olympic. It's not Olympic. USOC is the no. United States Olympic Committee. Yeah. This is USA Soccer Federation. Two totally different organizations. Two totally okay. different organizations. Okay? All right, go ahead. True. All right. You're right. I'm sorry. That, that's a bad point for me. Um, but... The two teams that are causing problems for their federations is the U.S. women's hockey team for the, for USA hockey. They're, they're a pain in the ass. And the soccer team. After 15, the soccer, the USA, or the U.S., was it USS, United States Soccer Federation? They right. made some of these girls full-time employees. They are. Let's go back. Let's go they back to 2009. All 24 are full-time employees of the U- U.S. United States Soccer Federation. They're all full-time employees. They all get paid a substantial salary. Some make as much as $250,000, which is a hell of a lot more but, than what they get paid to play for Sky Blue in the whatever the, the, the pro soccer league. They make a, they make like fifteen thousand. So if you get selected to play for the United States national team, you get anywhere between two hundred fifty thousand dollars and a hundred thousand dollars. Which is still not a bad number to hear. Yeah, you know, no. it, it's still not it's not chump change. And and you can really consider it even when they play for Sky Blue FC or whatever that yeah you know, was it the NWSL yeah um, I'll revert back to 2008 2009 when softball became a non-Olympic sport USA softball said okay you want to play for us you play for us you want full pay from us you're not playing in the NPF they're lucky that they're still allowed to play for this other league. If I'm okay. soccer Federation, say, all right, I'll pay you more, but you're not playing in that league, so you're not going to really grow the game. What does that do for that league? Well, that the, the women's the National Women's Soccer League, okay, knows fully well right now that they got to capitalize on the popularity of the Women's World Cup. So they embrace the fact that they got players that are playing in that league this summer. There is mm-hmm. not a fact the ticket sales have increased for, 
for Sky Blue because there's uh, four members of the of uh, Sky Blue that were on the national the, the women's national team. And let's not forget they and still Rapino have home games. Rapino is on. All right, and they still have. That's going to come here. So go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, let's not forget, they still have games left against Alex Morgan in Orlando and Megan Rapinoe in that team. So, no free ads, but tickets are going fast for their 5,000-seat stadium down there at Rutgers. If that league was smart, if Sky Blue was smart and the owner of that team was smart, which I don't think he is, but if that guy was smart, I ain't playing those games at your track field anymore. No, I would. I call up. I would try to play at Red Bull Arena. Yeah, I would call. I would move. I would move those games to Red Bull Arena at least this year because they could, they could sell, ten to fifteen thousand tickets instead of the thirty five hundred that go to your check show. And and the fact that they get thirty five hundred is still more than some Rutgers football games. no, I'm kidding. Okay, sarcasm, Jim. <laughs> sarcasm. Okay. I don't know, man. Some of those games at the end of last year for Rutgers, there wasn't that many people there. Um, but you know, like you look at the way the women's hockey team went after their professional hockey league. And said, "Well, we're we want more money." Okay, well, go out and get more money. Bring it in. Find ways to make more money. You you can't get blood from a stone. No. Man, these teams don't understand it. It's like nobody understands capitalism anymore. It's like, oh, well, we say we should get it, so we should get it. Well, not, 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 not exactly. Or better and yet, the sad you part is... is we say we're gonna. You should get it. So let's. We're gonna sue to see if we can get it. So we're gonna pay lawyers that are gonna fight for and use the, the you know, gender equity, law, national laws that are that are in place to say that women shouldn't be paid uh, less than men. Well, sorry. When it comes to uh, what they technically are, professional sports, those rules don't apply. Because guess what? I'm going to say right now, I'm just going to wager to guess that Marquise Morris is making a little bit more money than Jim Hay. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not going to say he deserves it because, quite honestly, he's ripping the Knicks off for getting to pay $15 million a year. But that's fifteen. That's fourteen million seven hundred fifty two hundred ninety thousand more than I make. Yeah. All right. So if you look at Am I going to law am I gonna file a lawsuit against Marquise Morris because he's making that much more money than me? No, I know what the I know what the pay scales are. Well these women should realize that guess what? We're getting what we should get. Not that it should be equal. We're getting what we should get. And it should be equal because the men's team does so poorly in the World Cup and we just won. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, I mean, if really though, but this is where like people who don't know sports, this is why I hate when normal news reporters cover sports because they don't know what the 
the hell they're talking about anyway. Oh my god, I oh bravo there. Bravo. <laughs> Like, seriously. It's like, they send all these, stay away from sports, please. Out to cover the parade Wednesday that we're th- talking about, like, what, you know, what the, what the soccer team did, and they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. And they're looking, no. they're even looking and reading notes, and they still don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, keep them away from my sports coverage. Exactly. Now, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. And then I, now, I they want to when they say they want to be. They try to make it sound like they know what the hell they're talking about. Oh my god! Oh jeez. All right. So then we brought up the other day. If you want to talk about, they should be paid more. The MLS, which has is what twenty three, twenty four years old now, which I still can't believe it's that old. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> I can't believe it. Twenty is the twenty. Right. This is the twenty fifth season of the MLS. This is. The twenty fifteen. The top ten the top ten players in that league all make over two million dollars a year. Yeah. Top ten. Right. Michael Bradley's second. He makes six point five million a year. Uh Jose Altador makes five. How the hell does Toronto have a salary cap? Jesus. They have three of the top ten guys, and they're all making over $5 million. Really, yeah, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know about Bradley's salary. Where did you get that from? I'm looking at it right now from the Denver Post. Is he, is he still collecting his salary from the, the European team that bought him out? I, is that, that I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know whether or not he's collecting that kind of a salary from – the the MLS, and I certainly know Josie's not getting that much money from Toronto. I know it. I know it. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. This is released by is the there? MLS Players Union. This was released by the Players Union from the MLS last year. Josie's making five. Bradley's making six. Making five. Yep, his base salary is five million dollars. Wow. And Michael Bradley's is six. The low is six point five. Wow. The low wow. the lowest paid player on that team is making fifty four thousand dollars. I would say about, I would say the majority of them are probably making seventy five or less. The majority of them. Mm, now I have to go back to that page. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah. I would have to. Because I wanted to see what the Red Bull. Well, the Red Bulls right now probably only have uh, two players that make over $200,000. They got Bradley right, Wright so back to- and they got Kaku. And that's probably it. Oh, well, maybe Robles is making that much money now. But that's it. But that, other right, than that, they got nobody. All right, let me go back to the Toronto thing. They have seven players making $72,000 or less. Everybody else is making over 100. Wow. So, I don't know. Yeah. How are they affording to stay right. alive? It's Toronto. They're probably doing really well. Uh, according to the MLS Players Union, uh, this is last year, the only player making more than a million dollars is Brad- Bradley Wright Phillips. 
He's making over a million. One point five he makes. Wow. Wow. I'm stunned by that. Kaku makes seven hundred and nine. Seven oh nine. Seven hundred and nine. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. And then uh who'd you say Robust? He's making four hundred and sixty. Robust. Yeah, okay. Wow. I mean they should have this year's salaries up, right? I'm surprised Bradley Wright Phillips is making that much money. I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player for that league, but I'm surprised he's making that much. You know, yeah. what's, you know what's really funny? How about go to the what's Atlanta that? United uh, and and look at their salaries, and that's the best team in the league. And they get and they got a bunch of nobodies. They get paid no money. And now we and now yeah. we've gotten off on a totally different different speed speed path, but that's okay. But no, uh, they have a guy making seven hundred and twenty two thousand. Atlanta United? Yeah. Who's yep. that? Seven hundred twenty two thousand. Uh let's see. No, this is uh Hector Villalba. Wow. They got a guy making uh, Darlington Nagby is making six hundred and sixty-five. Well, he's a better. Martinez is making so. nine. They got Martinez is making Joseph nine million. Martin. No, he's making three million. What's Victor Martinez making? Uh, uh, Victor Martinez, right? You see? Yeah, so. oh. Website sucks. Um, Victor Martinez, you said right. Yeah. I find it. I love these websites. This is such a pain in the ass. It's like a table in the middle of the friggin' page. All right. Well, well anyway, the, you know they're the best team in the league, and they and their salary structure is got to be way less than certainly what you just mentioned about Toronto, and even less than the Red Bulls. Even yeah. less than the Red Bulls. Uh, Joseph Mark. Joseph Martinez, is that who he is? Joseph Martinez, that's his name, yeah. Three million. Is he really? Yep. Wow. This is according to the MLS. Well, this the is on the MLS players Martinez website. Is the, he's, the, he's the reigning MVP. So, I mean, you know, he deserves to be making a good amount of money. D.C. United, let's see. D.C. United they're terrible. Yeah, but where Wayne Rooney's making three point five million. Yeah, and he don't even play. No. Hurt. But he's a draw, and he sells a lot of uniform. He sells a lot of ter- jersey tops. Oh, he sells a lot, he sells a lot of merchandise. There's no question. But he hasn't played. I don't think he's played all year. I don't think I don't think he's played. Because that's, anyway, that's, that's why I bought. That's why I'm going to a Red Bull game. I want to see Wayne Rooney. Okay. How's he played this year? I wanted to go see the Colorado Rapids play because 
uh, Marcelo Borges, who's drafted by Colorado, and then they cut him. Imagine that, their top draft pick, and they cut him. No, Rooney's played in 20 matches this year. He has 10 goals. Rooney has? That's what ESPN says. Wow. Wow. I'm surprised. Yep. I thought he was hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, he started. Yeah. The last game he played was against – oh, he played against New England the other day. And assist, three shots on goal. He had four straight games with a goal. Wow. I should pay better attention. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. People are going to say that I know nothing I'm about the... soccer and that I shouldn't talk about what I don't know. Uh-oh. 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 What are you doing? All right, let's get off of them. Uh, why haven't the Mets fired Brody Van Wagenen yet? Or at least Mickey Calloway? Um, Calloway I don't understand, other than the fact that the Mets don't want to pay him uh, for doing nothing. Um, other, you know, that's just being them being cheap and not want to pay him for doing nothing. Because uh, quite honestly, I think they all realize now that he's a horrible manager. But why they haven't fired Van Wagner is I think they're going to give him another year. And let him make one the, managerial choice? Um, yeah, I think, and I think they'll let him make the managerial choice. But I, I think I think everybody yeah. and, and their mother I think everybody and their mother knows right now that Mickey Callaway is an absolute lame duck, and he gets fired October sixth or seventh or whatever the hell after the season ends. He's done. It, it, he's done. What I don't understand is I, I read one article they were saying you how, know he's the least paid you know, manager in baseball, right? Is he really? You know Mickey Callaway yeah. gets the, gets the lowest salary in baseball, right? I'm not shocked by that. Yeah, no. But that's, you know, that's another reason why I think the Mets want to get rid of him. They want to fire him and then have to bring somebody else in with a prorated contract. And, and nobody's going to take that job just to, just to manage the rest of the year unless it's Riggleman. And then what good does that do? I think if they hire somebody, they've got to bring somebody in that's going to manage for the future. And that person's going to want a prorated contract for this year and then three years after that. So, would you be against yeah, I Girardi? Want to be. Um, I don't like Girardi at all. I think Girardi is a Girardi's a bad baseball manager himself. Girardi Girardi won in two thousand and nine despite him, and the reason why he won in two thousand and nine is because they were the best team. But so yeah. it's amazing how they didn't win more championships than they did when they only won one under Girardi's watch. They only won one. They were there a couple of times, but they only won one. And obviously, they blew it in 2004, whatever the hell it was, or five. Was that the year? Well, that was – four was Tory though. That wasn't Girardi. Four when they blew it to the Red Sox? Girard, Tory was the manager? Oh yeah, he yeah, was. That was Tory. He's the one. Tory's the one that batted uh, a Rod. Uh, a Rod A. Right. Yeah. Well, that was 05, I think he hit him eight. No, wasn't it 04? I think that was 05. That was the... No, it was 05. Oh, I think it was 05. 
Oh, Federer's up 5-2 in the fourth set. Yeah, up 5-2 in the fourth set. You know, it it is weird, though, watching, like, going back to the Yankees, like, post-2001. Here's set point point right here. Oh, no, advantage Djokovic. Okay, stupid me. All right. You know, it, it is weird, though, like, when you look at, like, the Yankees post-2002, really, with as much money as they spent, I, I, it just never worked again for them. And I don't know what the cause was there. Yeah, I, I, thought, I, I, have, I have no idea why they have only won one, you know. And the fact that the Yankees haven't right. won... Since they won, they won, they won in 2009. 2009. That's last year they won, 2009, right? That's it. Yeah, and it's it's amazing that they haven't won, and it's mainly because they kind of went bargain basement for a lot of stuff for a while, and it's not working. And now they got the kids, and they're going to go right back to the highest payroll in baseball because you're going to have to pay Judge. You're going to have to pay Sanchez. They finally paid somebody early, and he hasn't pitched well, that game they, for they, 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 they paid two people early, and both of them have blown up in their face. They yep. paid Hicks, and they paid uh, Severino. And both of them have now blown up in their face. I was never a huge fan of Hicks to begin with. That, that That's the funny yeah, thing. I think he's mind. just a very you're serviceable fighter. Very serviceable. He's a good defensive outfielder, and he certainly had a great offensive year last year, but I was never a huge fan of his at all. And incredibly, as it stands right now, they're going to let Gregorius walk. And I I don't see that. I don't know why, but they're going to let him walk. I, I don't understand how you do that. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't get it at all. You know, that's he's he's done nothing but shine in that uniform, and they're gonna let him, they're gonna let him walk because they 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 have not given him a contract. Well, let's not forget the last guy that they had that took over for an iconic player. They kind of screwed him too, but he gave him six good years. So let's not bring up the Tino aspect of this. That still annoys me that hey, we need Jason Giambi because we have to sell a TV network. Oh, so that's what we're in business of now. We're not caring about winning baseball games. Mm. What, they, uh, with, um, for some reason, they love uh, Giambi, and I don't, I don't understand it. Stein, that was a Steinbrenner move. There's no doubt Without in my play. mind that was a Steinbrenner move. Without that question, was, we, Without we're starting question. the Yes Network. We need we need TV stars. Uh, he's the, he's the, what, what it was was the, he was the bright shiny new toy that was out there. So Steinbrenner always had to go out and get the bright shiny new toy. Always, yeah, always. It was only until hey. they allowed Cashman to do all the baseball moves that the Yankees started to get very good. Yeah. Is Cashman working without a contract still? Did he ever get a new yeah. deal? Yeah, no, he's working without a contract. It's amazing, huh? It's amazing. <laughs> but the, but the, you can be rest assured he, that as soon as he, as soon as somebody flirts with him, 
and saying that they're going to give, you know, they're, they're thinking about giving him a contract. That's when, that's when Hal and Hank will get together and say, you know what, we got to pay this guy. I mean, it's paid him and pretty well. I mean, he, he is. They're, the, not gonna, they're not going to let him walk. They won't, they will not let Cashman walk. No way. He is the longest tenure GM that I've ever seen. Like he's, I think, even past Lou right now. With the Devils. Um, he's been there twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess he's the longest tenured general manager. George Young, I guess. George Young. How was George Young with the Giants? Uh, How old was he with the Giants? 24 years yeah. until he died. Yeah. And then he died. So, Cashman's getting, you know, getting close. Cashman's getting real close. And you think about it, like when he started, nobody even like thought that he would last. He's been there for 24, 20 years. He's been with the organization yeah. forever. It's truly amazing. You can't even blame him for some of the stuff. Because a yeah. lot of that time he was there, he still had old man Steinbrenner looking over his shoulder going, um, yeah, we, we need Kevin Brown and not Andy Pettit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that made, that made no sense. That made no sense. No, that made perfect sense in Steinbrenner thought, theory. He was yeah, still no, pissed no. at Andy for his kid wearing a friggin' Mets hat because he was on the Mets Little League team. He was pissed at Andy for not making him a Yankee. Or well, he was all, he was also pissed at Andy that before Andy became an official free agent, he was fielding offers, and that really pissed off Steinbrenner. Like you know, like like before you start going to free agency, you give me the first right of right of first refusal. And he didn't do that. He started taking offers. And that pissed off Steinbrenner to the point where Steinbrenner said, okay, you want to be a free agent? Go ahead. Go right out there. Go right ahead. But Andy was a guy they should have locked up before he even got to that point, too. I agree. In all, in all seriousness. Like, Andy was one of those guys. Because if you, if, if you, look, if you look at the history of the Yankees, you can actually point to one moment, and what is Federer the reason why the Federer Red Sox won, won the World Series? Okay, so Federer won the World Series. We're going to, to the fifth stage for the championship. You could point to the day the Red Sox ultimately beat the Yankees in Game Seven in 2004. You could point to one moment as to why that happened. It was a cheeseburger meeting with Kevin Brown. Yep. Because if you have Andy, and granted, Andy did have to go for Tommy John surgery that year. So it's not like that would have been Andy in game seven. No, because he was hurt already. But there would have been. But there would have been a gigantically big Texan who had 300 wins that could have pitched that game seven if you didn't piss off Andy. Or piss on Andy. Why, you think he would have re-signed with the Yankees? Yep. The only reason he retired, the only reason why Clemens retired after 03 was because his intention was to pitch for the Olympic team in 2004. 
Yeah, that's the true. Olympic baseball team didn't make the Olympics that year, and there was a handshake deal between him and and, and Cash, and said, "Let me do this. Sign me in July." Because he had to be on a minor league roster to pitch in the Olympics. He would have came back, pitched in the minors, gotten ready, would have been on the 40-man. September 1st, when the Olympics was over, he would have been back in, the, back in pinstripes. They didn't make November. The most was the amazing Olympic thing quality. I've ever seen in my life. The most amazing, incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box. Hold on. John, Jimmy, you don't even have to do that. Hold on. I have that. Oh, I want to hear it. But I have, I have it in a funnier version now. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. <laughs> There you go. Told you it was funny. There you go. The most, <laughs> the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. Imagine that. Most dramatic thing you've ever seen. Not, not pulling that girl out of the well alive. No, that wasn't the most dramatic thing you've ever seen. The most dramatic thing she's ever seen was Roger Clemens standing in George Steinbrenner's bar. It's one of the the greatest things I've ever heard. I'm going on the record to say that Kate Middleton is a good-looking girl. No. Stop. What a shock. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'd rather have Kate Middleton than I'd have Megan Markle. That's that's my my opinion. That's all. Yeah? Well, if you read the checkout tabloids. There's a uh, unrest with the Queen and uh, Meghan Markle. What about her? I, I don't read the whole thing. It just said she wasn't allowed. The Queen didn't go to the christening or something. Or something I don't know that they don't like uh, her or well, something or something. Well, the, you know the reason why, don't you? Because she asked what's you know the reason why for the Fourth of July barbecue. Like no. no, the reason why the Queen doesn't like Meghan Markle, you know what it is, right? Because she asked what was for the 4th of July barbecue? Uh, she asked for what? Don't make it that easy. <laughs> she asked what's on the menu for the 4th of July barbecue? Yeah, and when there weren't chicken and ribs <laughs> and watermelons, she got upset. <laughs> Wait, no, I heard the Queen boy, said oh, boy, the 4th of that, July that barbecue. Just, that just makes me sound racist, <laughs> which I'm not. Which well, I'm, I'm not. Just, I was just trying to make right, a joke. Died, the, reason but... why, the reason why the Queen don't like Meghan is because she is, uh, I think, what is she, one-eighth black? Is that really the reason? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quote, 
quote, she was quoted as saying, I can't believe my grandson is marrying an octoroon. No. Yeah. And, and no. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the other thing, too. They weren't fond of the fact that she was, she was already divorced. Because she was not, if she was already divorced, then she's not royal. Don't get me started on the royals. I could go all day. That might, that might be another thing that will set off an international warfare. Because I, I don't understand America's fascination with the royals. Please, please, what are they? What are they other than rich snobs? They don't do anything. They don't serve anything. Yeah. They don't handle any kind of politics. Well, what good? What are they? Rich snobs. You know, it, it's it's funny because, like, you know, at my quarry job, I get to talk to people from Britain once in a while. You know, they say we care about more about the royals than they do. I agree. She's like, I don't, I agree. Really, I don't understand this. You all fought to get away from them, and then you give a shit about them. Oh yeah. Or I'm sorry, they yeah, give a shite no. about them. I can't give a shite. Like, we don't care about not them. A, not a full fledged shite at all. Not one bitch. No. No. When the queen dies, I, I love to sh- wearing wearing black. You know, and that old man should not be driving. He's 111 and can't see past his nose. He shouldn't be behind the wheel of the Rolls Royce. And I, I, still, I can't believe she's still alive. You know what? I think queen the queen's just. I one, I can't believe she's still alive, but I really think she's keep staying alive because she wants Charles nowhere near that crown. Yeah, I agree. Like, oh fuck! I can't. Never, oh, you never mind that you can't. Never mind that Queen Elizabeth's still alive. I can't believe that that Prince Philip is still alive. And he's got to be. Yeah, he's like six hundred years. Not alive. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's dead, and we don't know better. But he, he, it's he's like Weekend of Bernie. It's Weekend of Bernie. How old is he? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Googling that. Let's see. Wait, what's his name? I don't even know what his name is. Prince Philip. Prince Philip, right? Right. Prince, <laughs> Prince Philip, Philip age is the top thing I'm thinking. 98 years old. 98. See that? And he's driving. He's 98 years old and driving. What the hell is he doing? Elizabeth is 93, and Charles is 70. Yeah. Charles may die before uh, Elizabeth does. I'm telling you, he's going to die, and then she's going to die the next day because she wants him nowhere near that crown. Then, incredibly, then, if, if, if Charles dies before Elizabeth, then William becomes the king. And I think Not she's Harry, okay with William. that. Yeah. What then? Of course, William's the older one. I think she's okay right. with that. Of course, because she, because Harry is the one that married a divorcee. He's an octoroon. I can't believe she said that, though. I can't believe it either, but she did. Wait, I I can't even find. You can't find a quote? Oh, uh, you'll find it. Wait. Queen Elizabeth. 
Realism is Octoroon. Type that. See what comes up. So I just... No, can't find it. Obviously, Djokovic must have a very famous girlfriend or wife because they keep showing her. All right, let's see. I tell you, you now whose wife stole the show at, or girlfriend stole the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's good looking. Did you watch the ESPYs? Uh, No. So who are you gonna say stole the show? Um, Brooks Kepka's girlfriend. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. And I have to go look that up. It's 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 it's, I'm sure. it's scary because he's because he's a jerk. Yeah. Every everybody hates him. Everybody. He's a jerk. And not everybody's Jordan Speed. Everybody loves him. Yeah, his game has fallen off considerably, but they but everybody loves him. I, I you know I've said this long time for a very long time about Jordan Spieth. He is the only professional golfer I've ever seen that makes me look like a good golfer sometimes. Yeah, because when and he I'm goes terrible. bad, he goes real bad. When he goes bad, he goes real bad. He goes real real bad. Rory Rory has that too as well. When Rory goes bad, he goes real, real bad. bad. Well, that, you know, and that's I think as much as you know, you can love or hate Tiger. That's the one thing that you can always say about Tiger is that you never had that moment of like he could have it like once in a tournament. But it never turned into what it does for Jordan Speed. Right. Tiger can I get agree. the yips and he gets it right back. And and I think right. it's a mental toughness thing. Maybe he's mentally I'll, strong. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Because even when, you know, granted, and this is pre Tiger having, you know, when the back problems really started to rear their ugly head. I mean, here's a guy, what did he win that one US Open on a blown out knee and still was able to play well and win? Luckily, he played Rocco Media. But Tiger, it's just the mental toughness. And that's a mental toughness thing. I I firmly believe. I agree with you. Because Phil goes to shit. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, well, I'm not. I'm not a big Phil fan, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm the wrong person to talk about Phil. I'm the wrong person. <laughs> but the one, the one who I, li- the one who I like that's very, very consistent. It's very consistent. John Rahm. If Francesco. you look at John Rahm, oh. every single tournament, he he may not win a lot, but every single tournament, he's right there. He's real close. Real, real close. Him, um, Molinari, I would have said pre-tenth hole on Sunday at the Masters. Yep. Because that guy was annoying. He hits the ball annoyingly straight. He doesn't seem to make mistakes. 
And then that day, it was just over for him. It was like he finally realized what it meant to play with Tiger on a Sunday at the Masters. And a lot of guys can't do that. That is a very tough position to be in, in a major major tournament with Tiger looming. It's 20 years now. People are still dealing with it. Um, but the British, the, the Open Championship is next week because, you know, we can't call it the British anymore because they get a fed. Yeah. Are you covering the, the Northern Trust at Liberty National? Or have you ever I been down there? A, uh, press, I have a press pass, but I don't know if I'm going. Damn it, too bad we don't look alike. Because I'm not... Uh... I'm not too fond of the uh, what they're going to make us do in terms of parking. No, you know, Ooh, I don't that, know if you heard. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know uh, if you heard what they're doing for, with the press with parking. We have to park. No, the, but I've heard uh, what they do with it. Uh, the military, the, the, the old uh, Motby base in Bayonne, and take a shuttle bus from there to the, the, the golf course. Oh, How wow. ridiculous is that? And then, and then after it's over, I got to wait for the shuttle bus to get back to my car. Well, that might take all day. So I don't know if I'm going to go. I got a press pass, but I don't know if I'm going. That's the thing with that, though. That whole tournament, it's not for being in Jersey City. It's not accessible by any kind of public transportation. No, zero. Unless zero. you're taking the ferry over from Manhattan. And then you got to walk. It, it's, yeah, it's just a, it's just such a shitty place. And there's no parking. No where parking. at one point they were like busting people from Giant Stadium or something. Didn't they do that for one of, like for the president's trophy I don't know or president's cup or whatever? I know, I know, I know the, I know that they, they definitely use, um, Cave and Point, and they use the uh, the military uh, parking lot right there, um, and they use a lot of that. But the press, they're telling us we got to park in Bayonne at the Mo- old Moppy base and get take a shuttle bus from there. I'm not. I don't think I'm doing that. The only thing I think I might do if I want to go is I may uh, use my uh, pull and park in Cave and Point. Yeah, I might. Gen- all right, here, ready. All right. So I just pulled this up. General parking will be located at the Newport Center Shopping Mall parking garage in Jersey City. From the oh mall, a shuttle will be provided. <laughs> a shuttle will be provided. Tra- will provide transportation to and from the course. Oh my God! Disabled guest parking will be available for guests displaying a state-issued hang tag at Liberty Landing Marina. VIP parking will be located at Liberty State Park, Liberty Landing Marina lot. That's well, I guess I'm not VIP. Yeah. And then General Spectator Ferry Transportation will be provided from Manhattan's Brookfield Place Pier to Port Liberté. Spectators will walk onto the course at Hole 12 from here. 
due to limited parking, is highly encouraged for spectators to take public transportation. Has anybody told them that path ain't running yet on weekends from from the from general from World Trade Center? Is that true? Yeah, the, we, not the quarry is. Uh, no, not from World Trade Center to Exchange Place. Wow. Oh, that's because you don't run uh, and, uh, World Trade Center to Exchange Place on uh, the weekends, right? Hey, the quarry does not do that. Yeah. That's going to be an absolute shit. You know what? I'll get you. I'll find that out tomorrow. I'll ask. I'll ask about that because I wonder if they're going to run that weekend. That'll make it just because. Work. Just because of the ferry part, the ferry aspect of it is why I'll ask because it's already a. Yeah, I'll ask them. I'll, I'll find out tomorrow. I just. I, hey, leave, leave Frank Fleming alone. He's a good guy. Your guy works in he works in the uh, Essex County Courthouse. Who does? That that guy. He works for the Essex County Courts. What guy is that? The the Mets fan guy. Oh really? The one you're referencing, yeah. I've met him. He's a nice guy. Oh, okay. Large humanoid, in the words of Bobby the Brain Heenan. There you go. Yep. All right, there, Hagermeister. I think we're good for today, hey. huh? I think we. I think we're good. I think we. You know, an hour and a half is good. Good enough for me. So. Yeah, it's good. All right, brother. Yeah, good send, your hate, you send your hate mail. Send your hate mail to Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, courtesy of at Ogsmar at AOL.com. I'll listen to you. I'll read everything. Ogsmar, O-G-S-M-A-R at AOL.com. Send all your hate mail. I'd be willing to read it. So. I was going to use our old one of uh, go F yourself at youratool.com. Yeah, no, I, that's, no, no, let's see. I'll, I'll take, I'll put my own, my own email down. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. I read every email. Read every email. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'll read it. And Can I just send you one that just says indifferent? Yeah, I can send you one that says just indifferent. I got much else to do. I can. I got to read it. So I got to do something. So. Yeah. All right, George. All right, good talking to you, pal. Glad we can. Yes, glad sir. We can spend we'll a do good this again. each other on a Sunday morning. Hey, nothing better to do on a Sunday morning except to go to church or yep. something. Yeah, I, well, I did that already. Seven thirty this morning. I I, I, I confessed I I all my sins, and I, I confessed all my sins, and that took a whole hour and a half. So. All right, bro. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, that was our show for today. Hope you liked it. Hope you didn't. I don't care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.